This fucking song so much, Ryan. Agreed. This is like holy shit. It's amazing. I feel like it's uh we're being very extremely localitarians right now. Yes. Like yes. this song was probably thought of, made, maybe written, like in like a one block radius. Like the guy who made this song is like a block away from us. You and your studio is like I can literally throw a rock the distance <laughs> from my from from where we're recording this podcast to where your studio is. Isn't mm-hmm. that nuts? Hit me right in the head, right through my window. And you know what's funny? Without the internet, we would have never ever talked or like met each other ever or like cross mm. paths. Cause I feel like even if uh the internet didn't exist like we grew up in the fucking i don't know 80s <laughs> or some shit right let's just imagine here so we grew up in the 80s right i have my eyes closed i'm imagining and there's no internet <laughs> yeah i still wouldn't go outside fuck that shit i still be inside playing like original nintendo i'd be uh yeah i don't know Reading what would you be doing books. you'd probably be still be making music i don't know yeah uh yeah i don't know probably something with electronics at least yeah i think the first time i ever did anything like it's because you're 116th japanese or something right? <laughs> like you're you're some sort of asian right uh quarter korean my grandma's full there we go mm. that's why you're so buff so yeah it's you're like taiga dude <laughs> so i think taiga's grandma is vietnamese or some shit that makes a lot i honestly didn't know that till just now and that makes so much sense have you ever seen pictures of tiger with his hair strained out yeah because he looks vietnamese as fuck dude it's he looks uh, like johnny honestly it kind of like looks like that momo character like a little no. bit yeah yeah kind of like, thinking, like with the straight with the straight hair yeah wow yeah uh, it, i mean i'm just saying like it was like equivalent like the nightmares i got from both of those situations over the last two months nice <laughs> So yeah, let's do uh let's do a who the hell is Ryan? Uh to me, <laughs> I'll start with my description and then you you can go with yours, okay? Okay. Okay, so I you said the studio across the street um uh rented to me by this like my landlord and it was super super cheap cuz like he hooks it up for uh people trying to like make art and shit for real and uh so i had this photo studio where i did a lot of my uh white wall like one light two or like two light photos with like with chicks basically <laughs> and dudes shot danny eisenhower so that's a dude but mostly chicks just because uh one sec <sighs> just because um that's like i was in that part of my uh like photography lifespan i'd say where (laughs) i was just trying to practice one thing over and over and over and over and over again and that was the same light setup just a white backdrop one person you know so like for a while that's all Mm -hmm. i did 
so yeah, I'm in that time period, like 2015, probably like 2016. I don't know, probably 2014. I don't fucking remember. But down there, uh, the my landlord was like, "Yeah, there's gonna be some other people down here in this basement, uh, doing shit." And uh, I don't know. I felt like uh, territorial. It's like, <laughs> like these motherfuckers. I was like, I'm the only underground creative. Like, I, I took so much pride in <laughs> having an underground uh, workspace. Because, like, dude, I grew up fucking underground. Like, uh, in, like, an unfinished basement with just a computer down there. And, like, a mm-hmm. clawfoot bathtub and shit. Like, like the dungeon. Yeah, dungeon. Like, the floor was, like, dirt and slash cement. Mm-hmm. And... With just straight up linoleum rolled out, like different patterns. Like oh, one was a Christmas pattern, I remember. So mm-hmm. like, and then a computer, and it's like random shit. It looked like <laughs> a crack house, but that's that's the environment I grew up in. Right. So like, I thrive in basements. But yeah, and then yeah, so my landlord's like, yeah, so Ryan's gonna come down here, and you guys, I remodeled the whole fucking. Yeah, like, that's when I place. <laughs> that's when I met Gus. So uh, the song that we had the intro for is actually my business partner, Gustavo. Gustavo. And uh, Sonia, shout out to Sonia too. I love that song. Sonia. But uh, they created it, honestly, I think they created a lot at his house, but at the studio too. I think he got written a lot at the studio. I might be mistaken, but... Anyways, no, we're going to say the studio. We're going to say it's a studio. Because that makes everything in a one block radius. Makes it with, yeah. Anyways details um so we ended up uh remodeling like a whole room i moved i think i mean some of the guys i worked with i spent like several hours moving just like i don't know 100 wooden boards like 200 wooden boards like five shelves full of paint like just like, <laughs> did, almost, did, uh, like did, a massage did you guys have chair construction like, uh, uh experience beforehand Oh uh, yeah, like I mean, this was just this was just moving the stuff out of the room. Like oh, that was a okay, storage. Okay. Remember, there was a storage room. Shit, dude, then... I can't remember what I had for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you expect me to remember what I was in that room before you guys right, were right, in right. there? <laughs> Enlighten me. So yeah, there was <clears throat> it was just a storage room full of stuff. We moved it all into a different storage room, and then uh, we when I met Gus is because I had like just like a like just a man made partition like that I like carried down so we have an old school elevator in my building and so like i carried it down through the elevator and like i don't know just like strapped it to myself somehow it was just whatever it was kind of crazy i should not have been able to do it <laughs> <clears throat> i think it was the adrenaline of like yo i finally got like a room that i can just bang music in but so i put it up and, and that divided the two rooms after we moved everything out and then we just had like a booth that just had like uh um plywood on it yeah and that was just our booth for a while and we actually recorded some pretty dope stuff in that that was just plywood i'm pretty sure uh like the show we did this summer with pope remember pope yeah yeah pope's recorded like two or three songs in there that we helped him release was this when it was just in the big room or uh no no no. this was we had already cleared everything out by uh by that time and then like we ended up going on this little tour with pope around like the midwest it was pretty dope and when we got back is when I met Gus and Gus and uh, I ended up like 
starting the business and invested, you know, a lot of money into like building down there and doing construction and stuff. And so it's crazy. It's like your room now is completely different. Like Gus has like couches in there, like 30 guitar, well not 30, but just like guitars strung everywhere and stuff. But oh man. I just got like a little man-made booth in there. It's really dope. But yeah, we ended up finishing our entire room, like putting electricity in there. Like, Doing a lot of different stuff. I uh, it's cool because when I engineer people, I have uh, instead of a window because like I, I feel like windows sometimes make people get nervous when they're recording songs. Yeah, because they see the people out there and they're like, you know, like uh, and it's such a small window. It's always a small. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's, it's the world's <laughs> smallest window. And you're like trying to squint through that shit. Yeah, you know, or you're, or like it's like a, a small window, and then like the engineers right on the other side, yeah, just like staring at you. Like, what's up? What do you want to do next, man? I and can most see. Most engineers, they they don't. They're not cool looking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lie. Shout out all the engineers out there. <laughs> they all look like Sky Storch. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's terrible but so in, in my booth at my studio i have a i usually and not right now because i'm rearranging and doing some stuff i usually have a monitor inside of the booth okay so that they and it's a mirror monitor so they, they can just see exactly what i'm doing in pro tools at the same time so like it oh helps, that's that's smart yeah so it helps people like learn how to like engineer and do different things and I feel like I'd be like the dumbass and they'd be like whoa what's that do and I, <laughs> all I would be doing in the booth would be like click that thing or I mean a lot of guys like flex because they like they'll put like us like a preview of like so they can see like me like because I I mix like on the fly while they're recording yeah so like I'll bring down their stuff and then you know do some yeah. different things to it while they're going at the same time and they're like just like snapchat thumb like, press, on their thumb, phone. Thumb like, press up and down zoom in zoom like, out yeah, yeah 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 put a dog filter on the dog shit. filter on the tv itself yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's i want to talk about flexing because like i know you you like i feel like you're a huge uh lifeline for the upcoming like hip-hop scene here I try a little bit. I feel like you you have a you work with a wide variety of hip hop people, and uh, so like and like just part everyone knows part of hip hop rap especially is like flexing. <laughs> so like you know don't name any names, but like what's give me some give me some examples of like way too much flexing in the booth. All right. Um... Or like has, mm. has, a lot of it a lot of it is not it's like i would call it like uh, like i witness a lot of flexing yeah 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 like like uh like faux flexing oh, i guess okay. you know so it's like or like ironically like flexing like, or no they're like they're like rapping about it actively but like i know them as people so like maybe oh, yeah. like some of the people don't but like i know i'm like man you don't do any of that stuff but it sounds dope like you know i'm gonna double this and you put ad libs oh, yeah, on it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what that's not what a AK sounds like, but right, yeah, but no, still. I, uh, and then like, I mean, I've seen, I, I'm pretty sure I've had kids in there where you know I'm doing because I I preview all their music like on a big uh like drum speaker, so it's for like electronic drums, so it has bass and highs and everything, and it just bangs, and it's old, so it really bangs, and you just let it let it loose, you know, and. <laughs> I'll just play it and these kids will just like start dancing and going crazy and like you know I've seen I've had kids like you know 
they've had a couple hundred dollars and they're just, you know, making it rain yeah. into like their Snapchat <laughs> and stuff like that. But it's, it's pretty dope because uh, it's like a, just like one red light in that room. Uh, so it's just like you turn off all the lights and like, you know, 20% of, 20% of the time people like are using paper nowadays. Like, you know, eight out of 10 people are on their phone. So like they don't need any light. So they're just in the booth, yeah. like, you know, TV on, like I have like little like uh, Christmas lights above you. I feel like if I use my phone, the words would have to be so fucking big that would be <laughs> like scrolling so fast. Like, I, I do have a lot of like, not a lot, but like I have a few artists who, you know, still write on paper and. How many, what percentage just go out there and spit off top? Oh man. Not very many of the kids I've worked with. You know, you know what's crazy is like, I, like back when, uh, back when I was in the scene, like a lifetime ago. <laughs> uh, just like I used to, uh, I used to kick it with Bash in mm-hmm. Philly when they would record. These motherfuckers just go off the top, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, that's what Johnny would tell me all the time. That's to me, and uh, yeah, they're they're like. On Bash's computer, there's probably some, like, Pro Tools or whatever program he's using mm-hmm. files with with me trying to do the same shit, like, with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, that was always, like, the Dude, coolest thing to me. I've heard you rap. I've heard, I've heard you on a song. No, let's not. Let's talk about. <laughs> you're trying to derail the subject. But, no, that was always the coolest thing to me was uh, people, not me, who could uh, just, like, go off the top and, like, it sounded good it's like coherent it's amazing i think that's uh i think that's one dying art in mm-hmm. uh, in rap for sure i don't it's uh probably not it's dying slow around here because like every once in a while i'll see somebody post on facebook like yo who's trying to get together and just rap i'm like that's cool yeah that's that's really dope that's dope i'm like i wish uh i wish i still had the skills to do that man like my friend justin and uh Adam Carpenter, they have this thing like every Tuesday, they just like do a show mm-hmm. like in a house and in the basement of a house. See, that'd be so cool. And just like rap, like it'd be like this weird like freestyle type show. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like you guys should do that with your space, like do a weekly show. Uh, like, very <laughs> private, very small, like maybe have like a guest list at 10 and then do it. Where like you do like a live stream of it where people can view online, like really high quality stream of it though. Mm-hmm. That would be dope. Uh or start with like a monthly. There's like, I don't know, there's like a lot of construction going on down there right now. They it, like that place is, is yeah, they moved out. Like I'm pretty sure like the business moved out that was oh, really? that's below me. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what's going on. So it'll be interesting. Dang, I should host a mini concert in this room. Yeah. This this I mean Honestly, you know, you just have like, we just have some scrubs come and like waiter it for us. Like just, you know, the homies, but like, yo, you guys are going to, you know, we're going to pay you a hundred dollars to just wear bow ties and be waiters <laughs> at this event. And then all they're serving is mini hot dogs. Oh, dude, people love mini anything. People love mini hot dogs. And you could probably have, you know, 35 people listening to some light jazz in here. That'd be amazing. But I, I like it's it's kind of that sounds like a kind of like a slippery slope Pandora's box. Pandora's box. 
Because I feel like if we open that, the next thing you know, it's like, all right, uh, next month we're going to do the same thing, but everyone's going to wear masks. And then like next month, <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're going to do the same thing, but uh, no pants. And then like next month, it's like, okay, we're all just we're all gonna start. Uh, make, we're all just gonna touch each other. The people like that are the and waiters would be they're like it's it's got to be Kevin and I. And then yeah. every time like they bump <laughs> into each other, they have to drop what's ever in their hand and battle each other yeah. for three minutes. So oh. like it keeps it keeps the whole party on its toes. Man, I feel like this is some next level like uh, experience type this is shit. Van, Van Wilder type shit right now. I want I want to do like you know how like a lot of the new uh cool businesses are like experiences like uh escape rooms is a good example of that like it's something you pay to have an experience and like escape for like an hour. You know what I mean? Like go in an escape room, try to do a fucking puzzle. <laughs> And That's, the, I watched I watched a scary movie recently called like, Escape Room. Yeah, I watched the one. I I don't know if you saw any previews for it, but I think I, I've heard, I've seen like a poster. Maybe was it good? It was like basically Saw, but an escape room. Oh, so I would describe it. I, that's weird because I feel like escape rooms came from like that idea of Saw. Like I'm like Saw was like the original escape room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's crazy. It is true, man. I can't do horror movies, man. Saw is the original escape room. Yeah. Mine's so blown right now. Yeah. It wasn't really gory, like Saw. Yeah, what? that's what that's what I'm saying. Like there's people like getting like, you know, chopped up. Dude, I can't watch that stuff anymore. I'm too old. There's okay, that spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen this movie. I don't care. Whatever. Uh there's a part where like the two guys get stuck in this room, like basically like on LSD, but like really, really crazy, and they have to like try and get out of it before like it like or it's like before it kills them. So it's oh, like a trippy drug. drug. Yeah. Oh, sick. So they have to go fight over like one vial of uh like the the antidote. Yeah. And like that's part of one of the escape rooms. And like that's amazing. That part I was like, whoa, this is this is kind of cool. This is kind of crazy because like all the rooms started melting and stuff around them and then they started like getting sick and stuff and then and then like ASAP Rockies there. Yeah, yeah. It was it was dope because that you know so you know, cinematography and stuff these days is getting pretty intense. And then all of a sudden, you know, guy gets out and gets to the next room. But and I just like so it just like takes a anti drug. You know, a little latch opens up, he crawls through it and he's in a completely different room. That part was cool about the movie, I guess. Hey, you know. Whatever whatever they can do to make it appealing. I always look for the good in things. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you do too. I can yes, tell. Yeah. I can tell from that cross on your neck. Um, I think that's something. I feel like that's not very well known about you. Mm -hmm. uh, that you're a Christian. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's cool because like... Uh, I feel like a lot of dumbass people just like hear Christian and they think like, I don't know, whatever connotation they have in their head. I'm right. just like, I don't know. I feel like it's like you, you're someone who like breaks stereotypes along with like all the Christian people I know. Right. Because I'm just like, if you just like uh, base your opinion on like the stereotype of people's like labels or whatever mm -hmm. is so fucking off right like i was like how can ryan be a christian and swear doesn't add up 
<laughs> no, it was just like, no, it's just cool. So like, um, yeah, is that uh, how important is faith in your life? Um, it's really big, man. Like I grew up in a pretty religious family. My mom is like super religious still. What flavor? Uh, Baptist. Like Southern Baptist? Or? <laughs> uh, First Baptist. Like, and then kind okay. of like like bap, like mixed with like assembly of God. That's what's like. See, like when I dude, grew this older, is this is uh, all like new territory for me. So, so like you so, gotta educate me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, it's like you know Christianity. It's broken into a lot of different like subgroups. Like way too many for me to even like say off the top of my head. Um, so like growing up, I you know I was in church all the time. I went to church camp until I was like a sophomore in high school. You know, I was really good at reciting like uh, the Bible verses and stuff because I would just turn them into like songs. <laughs> so I would just like, yeah. like, you know, it'd be like, you know, a lot, like a whole page worth of Bible well, a verses. A lot of stuff in the Bible is like written yeah. like poems. Anyways, oh, yeah, yeah. You know? So that's, I get that. And so then when I stopped going like 10th, 11th grade, but I went to, I ended up going to USF, which is actually a Baptist school. It's a Christian school. And uh, when I was there, I took a couple of theology classes and uh, I got asked by one of my professors one time to minor in theology, but I was already doing special education, elementary education and coaching at the same time. So I was like, ah, I'm not going to add something else onto it. But so, yeah, it's always been a big part of my life. And then my daily routine, it's really big. I, you know, I pray every day and meditate at the same time, you know. In the sauna? <laughs> Sometimes in the sauna. <laughs> well, I read a lot of raps in the sauna, like write yeah. a lot of music and I heard saunas are good for like breaking uh smoking habits. And by I heard, I mean I saw it on a meme on Facebook today. Uh so it's probably just completely made up. But yeah, Johnny, just hit the sauna three days in a row for like four hours, dog. And Johnny is one of like so much so money. There's two people. Well, okay, three people besides Johnny and Allison. Uh and then one of my buddies, shout out Austin Semler, just the other day, because he was the third person to get added to this club, that have sat in the sauna full blast with all their clothes on. Damn. <laughs> Is that tough? I, I just don't know why you would, like, it's like, John, like, Austin was, like, drunk the other night when he did it. So it's like, okay, cool, man. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, <laughs> you're drunk, you just sat in the sauna, and you made me crank it up to 140, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, Johnny and Allison did it because it's like, it was like, I think it was when we first got the sauna. So it, we didn't like let it heat up. Yeah. Now I let that, I let that bitch heat up. All the way. Mm -hmm. All the way. I, Jump in and just, woo. I have know, a theory. Johnny could just be a never nude. <laughs> <laughs> and Allison was just trying to make him comfortable, you know? <laughs> You're like, whoa, hold on. Have I ever wow, seen Johnny's legs? You're like, oh my God. You're like, yeah, no. Yeah, blowing your mind right now, aren't I, Ryan? Nah, I think I've seen him with his shirt off. At least. I, I, Johnny just doesn't seem like the type to just like strip it all off and jump in the lake. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. Either. I say that because I totally am not. Uh, I, 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 I mean, it depends I'm for just, me, I guess. I'm like, unless it's. Uh, no, there's no unless. It's like, what's the setting? You know, like, what I'm kind just, of lake? I'm is just, this a I mountain did, lake? I grew up in Wyoming, I just man, think so. of all of, like, uh, <laughs> parasites that like to climb up your wiener. 
Uh, We're not like going to go swimming in the Amazon. What are you? <laughs> I don't know. It's just with the internet, the world gets so small. I think those, you know. Man. <laughs> oh, dude. So, Ryan. Hmm. You're, uh, what do you attribute to your drive towards recording music? Um... You know, a lot of it is when I started doing it, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it. I was just like, like hey, just pure, I just pure want to do something with this. It's it's I mean, it started with like writing poetry, poetry and like writing songs in general. Like I mean, the first song I wrote, I was like eight years old or nine years old. It's like the first time I like wrote a poem like that like got published was like third or fourth grade. Like, so it was like, I'd always written poems and poetry and stuff. Like since I was, I can remember. And then, uh, started kind of rapping towards, you know, high school a little bit. Like I always sang in choir and stuff, but I never really was just like, yeah, I'm going to rap. Uh, except, wait, oh, no, so you, so wait, I take that back. The first time that I rapped on stage, I was in sixth grade. I rapped a Baja Men song in choir with like a sixth to eighth grade choir and shout out up to Wyoming town. I like 800 people. Um, Dang. Yeah. So <laughs> I rapped a solo part in a Baja Men song. Oh, really? That was the first time I ever rapped Damn, dude. in front of, you know, an entire, entire town of That's when you white knew. people. That's when uh, you knew. <laughs> That's when I knew. Yeah, I knew sixth grade right then. Now, I played the trumpet growing up and stuff too. So I kind of always was musical yeah. in a sense. And then when I started doing like engineering and I started being like, oh man, and like all the stuff started coming back to me about music. And then I started like researching it. And then like my big thing is like vocal engineering, like, you know, doing like different effects. Like I'm still listening to Compton by Dr. Dre, like almost every other day trying to be like, okay, how can I do half of the stuff he did in this, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, that's from 2014. And so like, I feel like that's another thing that, you know, except for like, you know, like Astro world was dope because of all the production on it and stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, I remember listening to it on vinyl with you, like that first oh, time uh, yeah. that you got it. And dude, I was just I like, was, uh, this is beautiful. You know what I did? I've been like, I'm so bad at paying attention that, um, I don't even know if it's true. Cause like right before you got here, I was like, looking up like uh mixtapes for like the first time mm -hmm. since like 2011 i feel like <laughs> i haven't been like actively looking for mixtapes since then you know mm -hmm. and then i was like wait travis scott released uh bef days before Astro world i'm like is this real so like, <laughs> i still have to confirm if that's real or not but like i remember days before rodeo <laughs> That's actually what I was looking for was Days Before Rodeo. Because <laughs> Days Before Rodeo is so damn good. Yeah. And like, uh, I think that's like some of my favorite Travis Scott stuff is Days Before Rodeo. Mm -hmm. I always love mixtapes more than albums for some reason. I think I like, uh, I can like. <laughs> tell me Sometimes albums feel really forced. Forced or overproduced. Yeah. And like what I like about like mixtapes sometimes is they just feel like less constrained. Mm -hmm. Like there's less rules. So like sometimes I feel like the artists are just like way more expressive. Like on a on a mixtape compared to an, an LP. Right. No, yeah, I, I I can see that. I think right now the industry is switched from 
even it's like it's a combination of both with these like these short EPs like yeah these seven seven to ten track you know I mean how many did Kanye release five last year five seven track EPs basically I thought he was trying to do seven is that I I don't know if he got to seven because I think Yandi was supposed to be released last year but it didn't but it didn't get released so maybe I don't know maybe he did seven who knows all I know is that you know just that ability to crank out seven songs and then have that have some of the same well, like that, whatever i feel like there's more i feel like there's more pressure when it's seven songs because mm-hmm. they all gotta be bangers right you know what i right. mean like if you waste one song on a seven song album mm-hmm. done with you <laughs> <laughs> like i want those i want those three minutes back man right no three <laughs> fucking one minute and 20 seconds back dude uh, yeah. i mean i mean, those like songs yeah, are getting yeah, so yeah. short and like everything's getting so short i'm like i that just is, that I, is true like i've recorded a lot of songs lately for kids that you know uh this is um, basically like they come in and they you know, they have all these beats that they've looked up on youtube and i work with anybody from like 18 to like 23 i turned 28 in may so it's like these guys come in have all these beats picked out and this one guy has picked out like the last two or three minute and 45 seconds max yeah <laughs> i'm just sitting there i'm like word <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, like, they still talk shit for like the first 10 seconds like, oh, right yeah, right okay. i was like now you only have a minute left man yeah. what's up <laughs> what, what, else, what else are you gonna do no that i mean that, shout out to that dude his name is denver chang like dude's dope i, I i've told you about him yeah. before he's pretty dope but uh um yeah it's 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 <laughs> music <laughs> is changing immensely from you know so seven track one minute and 12 second each song ep so it's you know eight minutes long could you imagine like a fucking uh like like one of these one of these people listening being forced to listen to like stairway to heaven or something like that they fucking die dude like oh god get out of it why is it so quiet for so long they think bohemian rhapsody is like four different songs yeah like that's what that's that's what I love. That's why Sickle Mode makes so much sense to me. Yeah, I love like it. Sickle Mode is like eight <laughs> songs in two minutes. So I was just like, I, yeah. I like. actually had the... <laughs> so this kid, like a month ago, this kid goes to uh, University of Nebraska. And it's pretty dope. Shout out to, uh, man, Polo Cardi is his name. <laughs> right? <laughs> Dude. This is the best. Like <laughs> this is the best. Cause like I feel like I I feel so disconnected, but it's hilarious to me because like I'm connected enough to understand, you know? Right, right. <laughs> okay, so Polo Cardi. So he uh he me he it was it was really cool. He, I mean <laughs> he brought a song in and he's like, Hey, I bought the track outs to this one and I bought the wave rights to this one. And I want you to combine them together <laughs> and make a new song out of it. And I was like, I was like, really? Like, I was like, you get you, you really want me? Okay, all right, man. <laughs> so like, they honestly, it was it was kind of crazy because they matched up perfectly in BPM <laughs> and, and in like key. So <laughs> yeah. so it was really easy to do, but it was just hilarious because at first I was just like, man, what? Like, <laughs> Like, you know, you're paying me by the hour. Like, how long? But then, uh, you know. I'm like, who are you, Kendrick? 
Got an alien sound right here. All right, six watermelon sounds here. Oh, I took I took and made a new melody out of that beat by like chopping it up, like chopping the main piano part up. I just made like a new melody for it. Nice. So it was kind of funny because I I don't I'm not a producer by any means. Shout out to all the producers out there. You know, Mad Max who. Dude, he's so good. Yes, I've been oh. I've been like. He I just, just sends me heat now, man. It's just yeah, I'm literally like. Yo, Max. And then me, him and Gus make them together. Yeah, give me that folder. Johnny's like, Sam, I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Johnny's got Johnny's got the whole Max folder. Dude, it's so like Max is so good. Like I feel like such a bum for sleeping on him while he was here. <laughs> right now he's in Florida, yeah. just like you know, working, and he's warm, and he's just like, oh, you need. I, I'll write. I'll write whole songs and send them to him. Yeah. And then he'll just produce around my lyrics. That's amazing. And then he'll just send it back. I'm like, nice. And then like the last one we did, I sent him back. That's the, the weirdest process I've ever it's, heard it's of. It's cool, man. Like it we talk about no, so much. Yeah, like, it makes no sense. Yeah, but, but it's, it's amazing. And then I recorded a rough to it and sent it back. He's like, damn, you went too hard on the last part for this beat. So I'm going to make you a new one. And yeah. then I wrote a whole new song to the <laughs> other beat. <laughs> and then like didn't go as hard on the last one. And he was like, oh man, okay. Like we just like create like i mean me and him do that a lot create like concepts kind of just like on the fly like starts with one song and then we go to two like i'm i have like 25 songs i'm sitting on right now that i'm working man on. that's so sick dude i haven't been creative in like half a year it feels like like ever since my first eye injury till now like i, I was gonna been... say man like you were walking around like slick rick like <laughs> yeah i was like i still can't see out of this eye like still waiting to fucking recover dude what like is it what's your balance of like uh time that you spend on like work in the studio and then time you spend on like your own creative stuff in the studio or is it just all blend together because that's for me that's ideal i wish i could do like when i was just when i was freelancing Mm -hmm. and i was just doing solo shit like it would all just bleed together and i i really liked it Right. I like some aspects of it, but like now that I'm not doing jack shit, like anything, I don't, mm. I'm not doing anything except for these podcasts. So yeah, it's just like, I um, just wish I could be creative. It's so hard. I think, yeah, mine all blends together really because, uh, you know, sometimes I'm engineering songs, but you know, I hear something in it and I'm like, yo, this is kind of dope. I'm going to kind of go hard on this real quick. And like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of like, you know, like. Or like there's, you know, because like with what we do, there's always moments, aha moments where yeah. we like learn a new technique mm-hmm. or like try a new like approach to getting to a result. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I want to apply what I just did, like the same technique well, that's my favorite too is yeah. when I just like randomly do that and it sounds good and like a client is standing right there and like I'll just like do something real quick and they're like whoa and I'm like yeah whoa <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that happens so much when I'm on shoots when like when I take a shot and like I, I see the picture and I'm like damn and then like I, sh- I show the client and they're like damn and then we're both just like damn like I love that moment dude like, yeah it's great um, that- <laughs> But I, I honestly, like, don't really set a time, like, hey, I'm working on my own stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, because, like, the nature of, like, creative businesses where we're working with other people is, like, 
things come up and you know people cancel so i might work on something during that time where i would have had someone come in and you know they had something come up and we had to move to a different day but uh i mean sometimes i don't have anything to do and i just go down in the studio and i'll record five or six songs like straight of my own music and then like just create roughs of them and then listen to them until the next time I feel like editing them or doing something. Cause if I'm working on my own stuff, like I'm doing it for like six hours straight, like regardless, yeah. you know, <laughs> like I just get lost in it. Cause it's just like the, you know, I'm doing this going, going, but like, uh, you know, like not many people would like to spend the money to have me work on their stuff for as long as I work on my stuff. Yeah. Cause there's no way. <laughs> but that's like, yeah. Cause like, but that's required for you to work on your stuff for like, Right. that extra long because then that that justifies like you like increasing mm -hmm. your prices every time because they're like look motherfucker like now one hour what i can do in one hour is right. like four times more than what i used to be able to do in one hour <laughs> so now i'm charging you six times more you know what i mean like yeah. simple math <laughs> it just adds up don't ask me how okay four times more effective per hour so i charge you six times more Okay. Don't don't add, just don't question the process. Okay, that's only. Don't even think about it. You're thinking about it way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what what uh, trends or rises in trends or uh, attitudes do you see among the youth <laughs> that come through your booth that that, that concern you or make you feel? optimistic oh i'm gonna go with the optimistic yeah. part because we live in a dark time there right we now, go. i like it when you take that path we're gonna go optimistic i like it when everyone takes the optimistic path um no there's a a lot of kids are really enlightened to like what's going on in our world because of the internet and social media where it, like we said like you know, when I was, I think I had my first phone when I was like a freshman in high school or something like that. Yeah, I didn't have a phone until, yeah. shit, don't make fun of me, I think like soft junior year. Yeah, Maybe so it's, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and they were like, they were literally like, back then, you could call it a phone because that was the main point. Yeah, it was. Now yeah. it's an app, the phone part of the phone is like an app. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> right uh no i remember my first phone uh and not unlimited talk and text like you know we oh. have unlimited data now like Dude. kind of depending on you know yeah, like, if you live in the the straight talk life or right not. yeah what are you doing but yeah. uh free yourself join the walmart <laughs> squad I, I do i actually do mint mobile that's what i use there's so many alternatives yeah there's a lot it's like, dope. like yeah, a lot of good alternatives for your wireless provider. <laughs> shout out to shout out to cell phones. Yeah, shout out to cell phones. Um, <laughs> no, my first cell phone was a flip phone. I had like three hundred texts yeah. per month. Dude, max. that's like, insanity. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's three hundred. Dude, dude know, the, the prices they were charging. Of, yeah, my parents paid so much money one month, and dude, then they're like, "Oh, we'll get unlimited well, talking text." Remember the, uh, dude, and that's how they got you too, because you'd get like a. $900 phone bill and then you call in and they're right. like well we'll just forgive you if you just get yeah. unloaded by your text for the rest of your life that's so true yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that happened to me like uh, man 
But I uh, want to you know, kid, kid, back, to, back sorry, sorry. tangents. Kids yeah. being enlightened, though. Yeah, yeah like, that's what we were then, talking yeah. about. Shit, <laughs> I did. This podcast is so many a, tangents. I have no idea. We got no clear idea. LG yeah. chocolates, man. Like oh, Motorola razors. razors. <laughs> right, back to the enlightened kids. Uh, no, kids, kids are more enlightened these days. Like they know more about what's going on around them. Like you know, like current events. You know, I was so specific at that age i was like all i care about is <laughs> the two things that i like which currently is street fighter and like break dancing you know like that's all i go fuck about like don't talk to me like you like i don't even fuck with people who don't even do the two things that i do specifically yeah. you know yeah. like no mine was mine was sports and weightlifting was basically Dude, that's like why when you're i so was buff. in high school you really fill out that chair i <laughs> That's a compliment. Thanks, man. No, I I think honestly, I I don't. I, to be honest with you, I don't really like ever do anything now. But what it was is uh, heavy lifting during my growth spurt. That's right. So it's like yo, like you set like set where you supposed the tone to be for the rest yeah. of my life at sixteen because yeah. I was like yo, I'm gonna be one eighty five for the rest of so my life I, without doing anything. I, I saw that on a meme somewhere on Facebook that some. Uh, science someone shared was uh whatever bo- build or body you are whatever age uh whatever your body whatever gets used to it i don't know mm-hmm. just like wants to be comfortable there and you know what did i fact checked it no <laughs> did i believe it yeah i'm like yeah that makes sense why i'm fat because <laughs> i was fat when i was 14 so <laughs> boom <laughs> I, like that's the that's the one thing about being enlightened because like my enlightened ass on the mm-hmm. internet there's so many times when i've just jumped a gun like <laughs> that's that's the I, like this i don't know man i feel like half of the the facts i know or the stats i know are probably false um <laughs> like, well, okay so I, or the <laughs> half of the stats i believe that i you know what i mean and then that fucks with my perception of reality because yeah. i'm like is 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 the fact that me and a large group of people believe this makes that reality kind of like flat earthers flat <laughs> earthers exist because they can connect to each other and they're not the only crazy one in their right. town because there's not that many of them. It's just that they all have the internet. Did B.O.B. address it when he came here? I, I don't know, I think someone man. said he might have. I don't remember. I didn't go to it. But. I was a hater back then. Like, I was an extra... I don't know if... And B.O.B. was here, like... I don't know if we were... In the last six months? No, the last, last time. Then. Oh. <laughs> not last time. <laughs> I was like, did he address it this last... Yeah, Oh, yeah. last time last, he was here, I didn't pay attention because like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> But the last, last time he was here, I was such I was a like, hater. You're like, I was a hater back then. I was like, man, that was really <laughs> you're recent. You're like, yo, that was two weeks ago. Was, that was pretty recent, bro. No, last, last time, I went on a Facebook, like, tirade. I was like, yo, don't go to this fucking show. He's no, a flat earther. I, I honestly think I remember, like, I might have just had added you around that yeah, point. Yeah, man, because I was so heated. You're wilding about. I was. Like, don't do it. Don't and then, do uh, fucking, what's his name? The promoter who runs, like, uh. Uh, creative something union and like they book a lot of shows too and like i think like bump underground oh jason jason Jason. yeah me and jason got into it uh on facebook (laughs) and uh he was just he was just like yo blah 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 like this is how i feel like feed my kids like da 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 may wasn't even him 
I don't know, but like I, I pissed off the all the people who promote shows in town <laughs> with that post, and like they were all, they all hated me for a hot second because I was just like, yo, fuck this shit, like don't be supporting anti intellectual shit. Like I don't care if it's music, like you know, I, I was, I was opinionated. Don't be supporting anti intellectual shit, twenty nineteen. But throw a hashtag on Did I remember what I feel like it was 2015, 2016. I don't know. But uh no, I, I remember like having like just like a huge back and forth with one of the promoters and they're like, yo, this is how I feed my family. Like you tell people not to go to the show means like there's already low turnouts for these kind of shows. And then I was like, it's your job to make a call on the act if people are going to support it or not. And if one Facebook post is going to derail this shit, then you're booking the wrong people, bro. But I was, yeah, I was so like heated and like, You've calmed in your ways, though. I'm so much more calm now. So much like, more calm. That's because I got uh, uh, my testor- testosterone decreased. I was being too, uh, I was too masculine. <laughs> and now that I'm demasculinated a little bit, I'm good. Oh, that's yes, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, it's, I I feel Didn't it's because it I was uh for like all of those years of freelancing, I was just like. Primarily shooting chicks, trying to be <laughs> models, and uh, and I just get along better with women. So I was just like surrounded by, by a lot more women. So I feel like that that's the effect of what why I've become more level headed. I remember sitting in the basement and you were shooting like right before you moved out, and I like just had moved down there and was working on stuff, and you're shooting, and I don't know if it was you or one of the girls you were working with just popped your head, and you're like. Hey, there's gonna be naked women running around out here just to let you know. <laughs> oh, was that me trolling a little bit or something uh, like I that? I don't, I I don't know if like... it was you or like one of like the girls that you were working with. Oh, it. it might have been like a TH Gray shoot yeah. then, because they would have said something like that. Yeah, because I was just sitting in there and, and you're like, just like, okay, what? what? All right, I'm like, man, Sam does this all day long. Huh. Cool. I'm here with like a bunch of like rappers. <laughs> I was just showing all these like dudes, dirty dudes. I picked the wrong. Smell like backwoods Mal- and Hennessy. Yeah, <laughs> <Mal> look. <laughs> Smell like menthols and shit. Menthol, man. Yeah. Why are menthols so popular? I don't know, dude. I feel like the tobacco companies have been so good at like doing like this gorilla menthol campaign so after, like through johnny um, like, i th- I feel like that's how johnny actually lives is he has like a secret like i caught a lot of people don't know this about a lot of your friends are actually secret brand ambassadors yeah, they don't tell you but they get like i was like i knew there's a kevin's I, not secret about it. he's like this is a breakdancing shirt <laughs> I'm always like, yeah, you want a LaCroix? <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere, every fucking buddy's drinking LaCroix and shit. Now I'm like, when did this happen? Yeah. I think yeah. it's when everyone started getting diabetes. <laughs> That's what I Most said. Are my favorite memes are like the LaCroix, like, <laughs> LaCroix like memes. when they're talking about it tastes like your foot falling asleep. Like, <laughs> tastes like the memory of a soda. It tastes like a, <laughs> tastes like a fleeting dream. <laughs> like, oh, I kind of remember the details. Oh, oh man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Those are, and then they have those bubbly ones too. 
Yeah, no, there's a lot of flavored water now, and I feel like it's a racket. Carbonated water. Because it's more expensive than pop, and And it's weird. And there's less stuff in there. It's it's only thing I can drink, though. I like the thing about, see, now I'm turning into like the native advertising. The thing about LaCroix, though, is that they use uh, essential oils. And I'm like, does that justify the price? Probably not, because it's probably like half a, a drop in each. 12 pack <laughs> you know like that's how much flavor mm-hmm. this damn LaCroix have uh, the worst oils. is when, when the fucking carbonated flavor water goes flat that's absolutely what happens then absolutely yeah. the it just I think I tastes drink like, like chugged shit. it or, or poured yeah. it out by the time like you that would have happened <laughs> I don't know I've converted though let's be real yeah I'm like a connoisseur have like the special well you edition. asked me if i want anything to drink and i was like the don't first, say LaCroix. Don't the first say LaCroix. thing don't i said was LaCroix. LaCroix. i was like you want to drink lacroix <laughs> now i get you have a lacroix. i got cokes now i'm more i'm a southern gentleman yeah yeah you have you know cokes with ice cubes and glass you know uh, glass glass cups dude you know what I, you know what the bit. most fancy thing to me is Ice cubes that are in the shape of uh, spheres. Yeah, yes. Like, I don't give a shit what liquid Whatever's you're drinking. You could put Ron Diaz you, in there. Yeah, Yo, you could put fucking <laughs> ethanol in there and I'm still <laughs> drinking this shit because that looks so cool. That could just be, you know, straight uh, strip and go naked. You know, it could be just anything you can think of. What but was the most disgusting, cheap alcohol of choice for you in college? Like, either oh, man. Mixed drink or 40 or what was it? Oh. When you were like okay. dirt ass broke. When I was, my, how did you get fucked? So, up? I will, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it back to my freshman year. <laughs> Shout out to Breeze, you know Breezy. Shout out to all the homies, second floor Burgess. Well, we would take Sunkissed, and you could either use uh, a two liter or a twenty ounce. Or one liter, but we never fucked with one liters. I don't know why you would. That's so. Like, like, too can, much for one person, not my, enough my for two. Fingers and toes, how many times I bought a one liter in my entire life? You know, like. Uh, you buy a one liter when you're like, oh, I have. I'm thirsty and my friend's half thirsty. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck am I gonna do with one liter? Like, Someone needs eight ounces and I'm drinking the rest. Yeah, it, it makes no damn sense. But you drink it down to like the label. And then we would pour vanilla vodka in there. And then like brunettes? Like brunettes, vanilla vodka. Mm. You know, we would splurge for Smirnoff once in a while. Yeah. But pour it in there and then you would mix a Kool-Aid packet of your choice with it. It was called a sweet tart. And it was <laughs> so like you had a purple Kool-Aid packet, just the combination of the vanilla, the orange of the sun kissed and the everything else made it taste like a, a great sweet tart this sounds so, strangely delicious to it, me. It, like, honestly yeah we would we would <laughs> well i don't even drink like it well, just sounds good right now shout out to uh you know uh the stewart center basketball games <laughs> my freshman year we'd walk in there with uh sun kiss that were the wrong color <laughs> <laughs> you know like our mouths would be blue or yeah. green or purple <laughs> we're just hammered just like yelling just drinking like <laughs> Green sun kiss. Because neon, like toxic looking shit. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good spot from across the court and shit. Right. We, you know, it was just that reckless stuff, you know. Damn. But. Dude. Oh. 
Or, or like for like beer wise, like, yeah. like I was like the hams. Oh, dude, I got a ham story for you, bro. Hams. What's I, up? What's your ham story? Like the first week I met Nicole, um, some band, I, th- I think they're either called Augustana or that was their famous song was Augustana. Oh, what is that band's name? Cable Cars. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to Google it. You got to Google it. I can't fucking, I don't remember, but. Me and Nicole are sitting there. We're about to go to the concert on campus. And uh, my buddy Taylor brings in like a 30-pack of ham. <laughs> and we just start fucking downing them. And we're downing them. And like, we get there and I'm drunk as shit. I'm like, I'm so nervous because like Nicole's like the first girl in my life that's ever like showed interest in me. So uh, who's the band? I think it's... <laughs> I, I feel like you're on the verge of f- figuring it out. Augustana is the rock band. Is the that is the band? Oh, what is that song? Boston. Then? Boston's the yeah. song. So the song's fucking Boston, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. So Augustana's <laughs> the they're just like Boston, and like we're at the concert. None of us know what the fuck Augustana looks like. So the opening <laughs> band is there. And we're just drunk as shit. And like, my friend says yelling, Boston! <laughs> Sing Boston! <laughs> like, this is loud as shit. Yeah. And we're like in a performing arts center. So it's not even like, it's not even like a place for a concert. So it's just like, Boston! So you're at college at this time? Is yeah, that we're a freshman at SDSU. At SDSU. Oh. Yeah, man, it is, it is nuts. Dude, I, dude. I just think of how much like alcohol I drank that period of my life. It makes no sense. No. Like, I'm just like, like I'm I'm literally looking back um, at that point in my life, and I just like, why didn't I have like the insight to be like, yo, just fucking chill, drink, right? Some, drink some water, do something productive. Like I was so destructive. I wonder what it is about college, like especially that freshman year that turns everyone into like psycho, like sociopath mode, dude. It's, it's, I think a lot of it is just the freedom. You know freedom what I mean? makes like people you, they test just, it. They push they the, just test yeah. you. It's like, what and are the boundaries of my freedom? I can't even imagine going to like a state school or like, oh, dude, because be, be glad you didn't. We, we had like intervis rules and stuff. So like, we couldn't be in each other's rooms like guys and girls past like certain times. After and lunch, because it's a Christian school. <laughs> yeah, after lunch. <laughs> after lunch. No. After- <laughs> <laughs> no skirts after lunch. <laughs> and I, like even the lobbies that we hung out with, out in like we could we had to like you know not. I don't know, but I mean, honestly, I mean, it sounds great if you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm always looking for. But that. I will say, I will say this that. uh that like being a part of like the football team and the culture, especially my, when we were in the NAI and like shout out to all the coup players from the NAI years that are going to happen to listen to this because they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. It was just, it was just crazy. And like, I was only in it for like two years or a year or whatever, basically like what a is, year. What is the NAI? Um, I can't remember. National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics. Wow. Oh, I was about to say, I don't know, but I'm almost positive. That's it. Dude, those are some big ass words. Um, I think that's it. 
Is that just like, yo, we're the fucking elites? No, 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 no. It's like it's the exact opposite. Oh, is it? So you have you. Have, you probably don't know a lot about like sports and stuff. No, have you seen me? So, so you have like you probably don't know much about sports and stuff. I'm just like I'm like no, educate me. So I mean, you have different. You have different levels of sports. Like you see, like obviously you see the NFL. Yeah. Not a lot of players from the NAIA. I'm drawing connections. Well, no, not a lot of players from NAI are playing in the NFL. Um, not a lot of D2 players are playing in the NFL. That's, you know, Augustana, US are, are D2 colleges. Not a lot of D1 AA players are playing in the NFL. That's SDSU, USD, and then D1A or D1. I might have mixed those two around. I don't even care anymore, to be honest with you. But one of them is like your huge schools like, you know, Michigan and Notre Dame and LSU. And then the next one is like uh, mid major schools, which are like SDSU, USD. uh, Trying to think of some other ones, but, you know, the school you went to. And then you have D3, which is. or Division Two, which is like SD or Augustana, USF, uh, Black Hills State, Shattern State. Those are all D2 schools. Then D3 schools, which are like non-scholarship, really, really smart, basically Ivy League schools. Mm. And then you have NAIA schools. So NAIA is still a four-year degree. And then you have JUCO schools, junior college. And then junior college is only like, you can only, you only go junior college for two years. So like if uh, Southeast Tech had like the Southeast Tech motherboards. And they're like, I think, it, well, that's like, a, it would be <laughs> motherboards. I don't know what their team would be called. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that would work with, with like what kind of school they are. But yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Cause like Come NAI on. has completely different like rules on like, everything like you know we were beating teams like 77 to zero like regularly really? yeah it was really bad it's like the wild west of oh, sports it was so it was bad like it was they were like my my freshman year at usf was just insane i think we only like that's gotta be good for the fans though like for it, it, really yeah, good teams well, like just watching smashing that was and like honestly when we were the nai like i sometimes feel like there was like bigger crowds than the D2 because like, I mean, it was more even, but like people would come watching the NAI and we would just smash teams. Like it was just, it was just ridiculous. How many, how bad we would beat some teams. God, I forget. Like most of my guests haven't been the cool guy. You were the cool guy. That's so crazy, <laughs> dude. That blows my mind. Dang. God, I think, no, I, uh, I just talked to Shane Schroeder. Mm-hmm. I I didn't ask him. I think he was a cool guy. <laughs> I think he was a cool guy. A cool guy. What is the definition of a cool guy? Uh, you're like if you're on a high school starting team, or uh, you got one of those jackets, or if in All college right, was... you played on the sports team. Okay. Then you're the cool guy. You're a cool guy. Or if you're like the cheerleader, you're a cool guy. For girl version of cool guy, whatever that is called. Um, still a cool guy. Yeah, but for still girl. a cool guy. For girl. Female cool, cool guy. guy co- cool guy. Uh, ellipses F. Yes. Female, yeah. Because yep. uh, we're not binary here. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, dang, you were the cool guy, dude. That makes sense. Uh, why? Dude, like, I feel like I met your ex-girlfriend before I met you, it feels like. 
Uh, you did, I'm pretty sure. And I was like, I was like, whoever her boyfriend is got to be a cool guy. And that's <laughs> fucking you, dude. Like, <laughs> it all makes sense now. Oh, yeah. That was, a weird, that was a weird analogy, but yeah, we'll it, take it. Whatever. Yeah, that's crazy. No, uh, she, yeah, she get she just gave me those I only date cool guy vibes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dang. Oh man. Do you think uh do you still think you're the cool guy? Or do you do think I you, still think I'm the cool or guy? Or do you think you've fallen from cool guy dumb? Because like right. everyone knows you can't sustain You can't being sustain the cool, cool guy. guy forever. Like Johnny's gonna eventually burn out. <laughs> like he's gonna eventually like and it's gonna be wait, so wait, wait. sudden. But he's too cool to even like. Uh, he like, might when's be. He, gonna he might come be do too the, cool. When is, when is he gonna come do the podcast? I don't like, think I ever, dude. Like, he's like, uh, he fucking. He's, he's like, like, like uh, he texts me. He's like, yo, James first gens in town. I was like, oh, James first gens in town. He's like, yeah. Uh, he's trying to do the podcast. He's like, you trying to do the podcast? I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, all right, I'll tell James <laughs> to be there at like X amount of X time. And I was like. Johnny is sitting here arranging guests for me and like he won't even he's, do the show. Yeah, I'm he's like, not doing the show. He's your assistant. No, he's like the plug for like. No, you should have just left that assistant, dog. No, Johnny's the plug. Dude. I I can yeah, never, I can never, Johnny. I can never place Johnny below me on any plane except for maybe cooking. Like I think I could smash Johnny in some cooking. Oh, wow. I, that's honestly, I think. I think I would agree with I that. I think that's like the only both thing. Both of you guys have fed me. Yeah. And <laughs> Johnny's giving you like a microwave Gilly Bertos. No, no, no. I was, I, I was at his house one time. Ooh. He made me some white rice with, uh, I don't remember, like sausage links You know what? Stuff. I have seen Johnny Chef. Yeah, I've seen him throw it down. It was pretty good. Man, you're I lucky mean, to know Johnny that well then. <laughs> hey, man. How's it feel? I'm. I feel pretty privileged. See, I was, that's I was how down I know in the basement it. with him for like yeah. eight months, just you know, smelling him every day. So, like, I know I I can smell Johnny in a crowded room. <laughs> like, I know he's in here. Like, that's that's how you know you know somebody really well when you're that close. Yeah. Like it proximity. Like my friend Denny. Uh, he shout out to Denny. Denny Yenny lives in California now, but mm. he was like the OG cool guy. Uh, for for all the Asians in town, like every like most Asian guys in town now, like the cool ones, they don't even realize it. But like Denny was like the OG prototype for cool guys, right. Asian guys, and like I know because I was like, God, I want to be like Denny. Like <laughs> Denny was like younger than me, so like Denny uh, was fourteen, I was twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about uh, uh, James Don right now, Vince's little brother. <laughs> Like the, yeah, I the, saw that video. The, I was like, the, Who mas- is this? <laughs> the mascot for uh, <laughs> fucking the Vietnamese restaurant. Uh, sponsor today's episode. Fuck. Yeah. Go yeah. get some fuck. Yeah. Fucking right now. All right. So, uh, <laughs> no, James is like, that's how it is right now, though. He's like the cool young kid that I mm-hmm. wish I was. That's why I I hired him to start in that, that promo for the podcast. Right. What did you I think? Saw him, I saw I saw it. And I was just like, this is awesome. I saw that and then I saw the Mortal Kombat like <laughs> with you standing there. That was that was dope too. But then like I saw the best part is he commented on it himself. And I went and looked. I was like, who is this? And I saw it was like a little kid. This is dope. This little kid. He's got more Instagram followers than I do. Let's right, go. Yeah, I'm trying to like He's like a professional gamer, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Dude, I want to be a professional right, gamer. Dude, I'm, I'm trying to plug into that like 12-year-old army market. Like, man, they got so much like 
I, there's something about like nine to twelve year olds right now. All right, I sound like a fu- <laughs> I sound like a fucking uh, fire police yeah, chief right now. Oh. But there's something about like the e. nine to uh, twelve year old market right now. Like they're the purchasing power right now. I feel like right, right. Wh- whatever the parents are, well, their 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 iPad touches or iPods yeah, or whatever know, all, like, are hooked up to their parents. The generation of parents that have kids that are in that age group right now are just fucking flexing and spending so much <laughs> money on them, dude. <laughs> Like, especially on, like, internet of things, things. So, like, just, like, devices and, like, e-shit. Yeah. It's all, like, digital currency that they yep. all, like, it's amazing to me. Like, how much mobile games make when you look at the numbers. Right. Like, just, like, right. really shitty knockoffs of, like, other, like real games. Like, I remember back in the day when I was working at Carnival, slanging me as a gaucho. Shout out to that place. Hey, dude, did you always, did you ever fake an accent? Would you ever... Would you ever be? Uh, oh, you ready for that? I would. I would go to the tables, man. You, I would use accents at the tables, like different accents. Yeah. I would go to the tables and I would just serve and be like, uh, <laughs> "I was like, this is a barbecue glazed ostrich leg. Would you guys like some?" <laughs> and just like nonchalant or just say yeah. random <laughs> things. I had. I mean, I had a lady one time call me out because I said it was gazelle, and she's like, "This better be good. I've been on the African plane, just like that." I was <laughs> like, "I was like, it's not. It's just steak. Eat it." Like a walk <laughs> off, but. Uh no, like I remember we were playing Clash of Clans back in the day, like yeah. when I was working at Carnival. Like in the kitchen, like, yeah, we we were like you know like we had our whole clan was like the kitchen crew or whatever that we worked <laughs> with and stuff, like all the gauchos and you know like it was the money that you know people put into that game just because like we were having fun with it, it was just like you know you kind of sit back and you're like wow. I feel like a huge nerd for that. Like I could have like not done that, but, but like, whatever. It was fun. On but. the other hand, I get it at the same time. Cause like, like dollar per dollar per right. time, whatever, like shit. At an arcade, I blow 20 bucks <laughs> in an hour, bruh. It's slanging quarters for like a four second experience, right. bruh. Like, just, like, but that's what phones are. Like, you yeah, know, that's their arcades. arcades. And arcades. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, so dangerous. I love it. I love it. Yeah, there's. I I mean, cause I. Uh, Are you guilty of blowing a shit ton of money on mobile games? On nah, not like a ton. No, I spend uh, money on on like uh, MMOs on computers and shit, like. Well, I've bought I, like gold on like WoW clones and shit. Yeah, know? I mean, I've done that stuff like on the Clash of Clan games, or I've done different stuff like that. But no, I've bought like okay, so like you know how WoW works, right? There's in-game money and shit, and then. World, World of Warcraft, Warcraft. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, like b- before, like before, um, before like modern games where you could just like straight up give real money for in gold money. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't, you just couldn't do that. Right, right, right. Like even in MMOs and shit, before monet- like that kind of monetization <laughs> happened, you could pay websites that would have like armies of Chinese kids in cafes, <laughs> like mining the gold in game. <laughs> doing like low level quests over and over and over again or like the this highest payout quests. Yeah. And then you pay like a third party for in-game money. And like it was totally illegal. I spent so much real life money doing that before <laughs> that was built into the like how games are designed now. Right. And it'd always be so sketchy. It's like, yo, meet me on server three on like Al Qatar and fucking I'll be the wizard <laughs> with the big purple uh gauntlets, okay? <laughs> And my name is Steve Johnson, forty-four. And then like, you meet them, and they're like, "Yo, uh, except my friend request." Like, all right, cool, cool. And they just send you the money, and then they like they disappear. And it was like, 
it was weird as like the online equivalent of like drug dealing or like right. you know what I mean? Like it felt so thrilling. Like it felt so good. Kind of like when you when you download like seventy five straight dope songs from LimeWire and don't get one virus. Oh my like that God. feeling. Dude, yeah, because it's like that rush of like, I know this is like somewhat illegal, but you know, whatever. I'm gonna do it anyways. Dude, or like uh or when you like go through the loops for like I like for me the fresher the leak, the the, the hotter <laughs> the fucking leak, the more <laughs> sketchy bullshit I'll go through to try to get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Like back in the day when I was like let's say like newest like fucking Jaru album gets leaked on Napster or something or like on a on a sketchy site you know when like uh ja it's like all right click this ad to open a new window oh you may have a virus click here to see oh 46 new spyware file like boom another window opens and like you're sitting there like oh fuck there's 18 download links which one's the one that's not a virus right. like it's a button there's like a traditional link a square button a pop-up with the download and then like man i remember that i rem do you i remember those days. i remember downloading ja rule but yeah do you uh i think i don't know is it like are you have you fully converted to just like streaming services too like i don't pirate anymore because i'm t it's too I, oh yeah i'm not i don't pirate it's, like it's too much it's too much to pirate like it's, well, it takes so much work and i've gotten so many dude i've been like, I in brookings if... i can't get internet like right. <laughs> i've been i've i've been cop pirating so much in brookings that i can't i can't i literally have been blacklisted from internet there <laughs> So, like, even if I had, like, the dopest, like, yo, Sam, $8 trillion a year job in Brookings, I'm like, well, I can't have internet access, so. <laughs> They've taken a basic human right away from me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, rather have them fucking take away water. No, and I, I, I mean, I don't remember last time I, like, pirated anything. I don't really, honestly, like, listen to a lot of music other than what I'm doing at the time. I mean, like, my friends will play stuff, you know, like, honestly, hanging out with Johnny. Johnny plays most of the music, like, I listen to outside of me working on music. That's funny, because, like, I feel like that's, that's, that's jo Johnny is a fucking native advertisement, because he's always showing yeah. me music, and I'm always like, Johnny, how do you, how do you know? Are you the person that gets all the data from Google? Like, you know, like, are you the person that this data is just, sent he to? He sits on Reddit and just understands the entire internet because he just reads everything. Oh. Just goes all At the way the down. At the same time. Did you hear about alligators in Wisconsin? <laughs> they found alligators in Wisconsin. No, they didn't. Yeah, it's on Reddit. Go look. Johnny just, he's plugged in. Mm. So... What have you been working on personally? Um, I have a few different things. I really so I, I did these songs to like ninety five percent. Oh, I meant like character flaws or like oh, okay. weaknesses. No, uh, I'm just fucking so with you. I just fucking with you. <laughs> Let me lay down real quick, and we're just yeah. gonna we're just gonna have a therapy session in here. Okay, so you're laying, not laying down. You, yeah, sorry, I interrupted you. So <laughs> So, no, I, I, I've been working on, uh, I have this whole project with Gordon Bird. Shout out G-Bird. I told you about him before we started I gotta check, today. I got to yeah, check, him check out. out Gordon Bird, yeah. Um, a lot of the local rappers and a lot of, like, 
the guys <clears throat> like I, that I don't maybe work with, but like are also like on the scene that rap, record, engineer, produce, do different things. They they should know about him because he's 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 very talented. But I have a four track EP that I did with him called Doctor Hindsight that I <laughs> released basically almost done i kanye the shit out of it and released it just on the local radio station like live 605 the online radio station just released it on that so it's only on that that's so sick (laughs) so and like i did that because i used that to kind of gauge like oh whatever but uh so one of those songs is like the number two song on their like local countdown. Okay, right so, so what's what's the site called? And for someone like me who's never been there, wh- uh, live605.com. Live605.com. All local music. You, th- like, do you people- think that is like, a, like for people like me who's like, I want to be more invested in the local arts and shit. That's I wouldn't, I would say not specifically for like, if you want to like, you don't like really listen to rap. So I would say, yes, it would be good for you because it is a lot of just like acoustic, a lot of rock, a lot of different local, like, you know, different, like there's like the number one song right now is I can't remember the name of like the, the band it is, but I'm pretty sure it's like a bunch of kids singing like punk rock. Hmm. Yeah. And it's like, you know, a bunch of young, younger kids, like teenage kids. You sing punk rock. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure. But yeah. So it's it's live605.com. Uh shout out Tyler for putting that all together. Um it's pretty dope. Uh and I've been on their website a couple of times and just listen and it's just you can just have it up in your browser and it'll just play local music. And it's all submitted by the artist too. So if you're oh, a local sick. artist and you're listening to this, I don't know why you wouldn't go submit to that and like, you know, get some new ears listening and you know be able to kind of show people your music i think it's i feel like uh if i was making music i'd probably i'd feel like that's a really important place to push it yeah yeah no i agree um they do i mean he does quite a few podcasts and stuff too with different people um so and he uh like all you literally have to do is go to drop like dropbox him wave files or mp3 files of your music so it's it's super simple to do um I, a lot of i will say this a lot of like the like younger kids that i work with don't i wouldn't like they wouldn't do it because like not a lot of them have original music um for people uh. don't know out there they don't people don't pirate songs anymore like beats what they do is there's producers who just make free beats so you can go get a little pump type beat free yeah. And you can't sell it, but you can use it for nonprofit so you can perform it. I, I mean, I mean, you it, technically, if you're getting paid to perform, you can't even perform it, you know, yeah. like that type of stuff. So, but that's harder to, to track down. Right, sure. right, right. And then, so like, I mean, technically, I think they could put it on this live 605 because it's not, you know, they're not making any money off of it. You know, I mean, if you got big enough off of it, then yeah, you would get sued because of, oh, well, you technically got big because of that song, blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, like, there's so many <laughs> different things, but like, you have to reach a certain level of like spotlight before they're like, Hey, now you owe us money. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so the music industry is really weird like that because there's so many cases of, you know, like different artists that in the last couple of years have been hit with like production, like uh, production lawsuits and credits on production. 
So, yeah, make sure you get your rights and stuff, guys. Yeah. I um that's like when we were in the uh when we were in the rap group, we uh <laughs> we switched to just like producing all of our own shit by the end. Mm-hmm. Uh it's just so much easier that way. Right. And like uh but damn, we were all over the fucking place, dude. We had like the last mixtape was like 30 songs and it was so <laughs> much bullshit and like I mean not bullshit, it's just like all over the place, dude. That's what happens when like you don't have anyone to tell you to be like, all right, have a, like we were our <laughs> own producers and engineers and like, you know what I mean? Like, right, so I was right. like, well, like, yo, like, yo, this is how you get like a fucking inflated album or like, you know, it was like <laughs> 60 songs. So sick. It was so cool. And then like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think about music so much cause like I enjoy it. And I'm like, uh, I like to try to be a creative person, but I'm just like, I'm so critical of myself. Right. And I feel like it's a lot more critical, easy to be critical of music for some reason. Do you feel like that? Like, especially like rap, I feel like it's easy to be critical of rap because like, um, I feel like it's low skill to get into but really high ceiling mm-hmm. like super high ceiling to right like, i would say uh i'm not critical of myself i'm like i've gotten like i've kind of gotten past that stage i've honestly made so much music that will never see the light of day you know that is it more like is, is practice it, is it quicker for you like this is a keeper or not yeah oh uh, yeah i now now like anything i write like as soon as i lay it down i know okay i gotta yeah that one's dope okay i'm gonna redo this one whatever but instead of like criticizing myself it got to the point where i was like okay you know like i'm just gonna like make this to as much completion as i can and then oh, i I'm meant gonna... like from outside i oh. feel like if i was trying to release any music right now mm-hmm I would just die from the feedback. Oh, from people, yeah, from dude. other people. Because like I feel like wow, when, yeah, I feel yeah. like when I do like photos or video stuff, like people people are less likely to hate on that stuff for some right. reason. But yeah. like people, oh, yeah, for people sure. will just hate on me, like rap. Yeah, no, I get, I yeah, I, I misunderstood. I thought you were saying like self criticism, but no, yes, that is huge. Even people when you're a humble really rapper, criticize. people will still hate you. Yes, like you could be the nicest rapper, and people will still hate you. You'd rap about like you know like butterflies yeah. and like world peace, world peace. Like you could be like, hey yo, die, everybody, put the guns down, fun now. I'm going down a fun town. Why aren't you town. talking about like, guns, yeah, bro? Like, why are you, you just you, why are you just sitting there not talking about homo? guns and like, lean uh, and drugs? Yeah, and like it's so uh that. No, I I I <laughs> I've been a couple times, you know, I've had some negative criticism like where it's just like dang, like you really had nothing better to do, so you went and created a whole fake account to like <laughs> troll me and make fun of me. So like there's like that which like that just fuels me cuz it makes me laugh. Like I'm just yeah. like you know, this person went out of their way, made a fake account to like say things like, yo, you should do what you went to school for instead of this. That was like when I first started. Uh, a lot of times when people post stuff like that, they're just really talking to themselves. Right. Oh, yeah. But the, <laughs> the biggest one I've ever had was, you know what DJ Booth is? Uh-uh. DJ Booth is a, a pretty big, pretty big industry, industry-ish blog type thing. And. 
Uh, I was back in the day I was using when I re- first started releasing stuff, I was like, okay, this is actually pretty dope now, you know? And I was like, I'm going to start seeing what, like what actually what people think. And so, uh, DJ booth, I submitted it to them through this like online thing, which I think this had something to do with it. Cause it was like, pay a dollar and it'll jump the line or pay $5. Yeah. And it'll jump the line and they have to give you a review. So I was like, yeah, all right, I'm going to, I'll do that. So I was like, you know, PayPal, five bucks, jump the line. They gave me a review and DJ booth, like if anybody's listening like to this about like, that's interested about that, like look that up and then you'll kind of understand, like look up the content that they post and like the people that they tag, like on Instagram and how many followers they have. This is kind of a big deal. And they're like, uh, the production on this was bad and the vocals were just as bad. It is unique though. (laughs) And like, I like that's, you know, that was 2017, you know, like that was not that long ago. It was a couple of years ago, but it was right in the, right in the summer of 2017, right there, somewhere along there. And I took that and I was like, dang. So I I have it verbatim, the post like saved in my notes because I'm going to use it someday. (laughs) Like I'm like a cover or something or something like that. Yeah. Like this is your first, your first foray my, uh, into my, my first time yeah. where like like an industry someone has like yo oh man this is uh, that's this. that's that's kind of my uh, marketing campaign for this podcast is I'm gonna make a bunch of fake ads with bad reviews <laughs> with like, bad reviews just like the cause like with that Jay's one it's like it's like as a yeah the podcast is like why is there so much background noise like I flash like quick reviews and it's like everyone has one already <laughs> like why is there so much background noise <laughs> Like, why are there dogs why is there dog barks every once in a while? It's because I'm fucking dogs. <laughs> oh. Do you have a cat too? Yeah, I don't know where he's at. Oh, I was gonna say you have like a scratch. It's daytime, so no he's cat. sleeping. Right, no. little, dude, these pets are so asshole. lazy, dude. I love them. Though. Like this one, she just rearranges every like hour. <clears throat> oh, they're so old, man. I'm going to cry my eyes. I've never had to deal with a loss of a pet yet. Yeah, dude. Wow. Right? It's going to be terrible. Like, just even, like, preemptively thinking about it. Because I'm a, you know, I'm a mess because I love doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, makes me so bummed out. But the coolest thing about getting pre-bummed out about losing a pet is that you remember that you still have them. Mm-hmm. So you go through that emotional roller coaster for no damn reason, wow. but it ends on a high note. It's so enlightening. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> so so <enlightening>. you just, <laughs> you basically know bad things are happening, but you're yeah. like, yo, like I know it's going to happen, but guess what? I'm still here. And then you get back into the present. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's why being present is so amazing. It's like a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. That's a terrible phrase, man. There's so many, <laughs> so many, like, think about that. I don't even think that applies at all. Is it? I just think of, oh man, I just think diabetes. Yeah. Um, you have any health issues? You pretty uh, healthy guy? I, I am for the most part. See, that's the thing that correlates. Yeah. Healthy guys and also being like the cool guy. Like, <laughs> fuck, y'all got it so good, man. Bro, I tore both of my ACLs playing football. Yeah, but you know what? You probably had friends. Um, <laughs> you probably had loving like support from like people that did like you didn't like that you didn't care like 
majority yeah, of your life, you yes, more people yeah. probably care about you than you care about them. Um, hey, I got picked on when I was a kid. Did you? Yeah. Let's hear it. You what did they him? call you? Ching uh, Chong? Honestly, did it, you was, look it Asian was as a kid. It was more for like I'm pretty sure for like me being like all artistic and like you know like yeah. Is like, that why you got into sports? Uh, I, I I was my dad played professional baseball. What? Yeah, like not like professional professional, so like minor league baseball. Oh, now you're doing that whole like fourteen tiers. No, no. <laughs> Do you want me to tell yeah, you about baseball? Yeah, let's ball? go down the baseball hole. <laughs> I don't know as much about baseball, but there's like. There's like, you know, the Rockies, Orioles, stuff yeah. like that. But then, then he's they in have, the KFC. <laughs> yeah, they have like farm club they have like farm club leagues that they bring people up in. There's like there's a lot of rounds in baseball. Like Damn. for the draft, a lot. Yeah, Yo, you wanna know something about the Canaries? We're derailing yeah, yeah, so it's here. like the Canaries, but let's, like let's, a, a step above or can two. I derail you? Yeah, go ahead. Do derail, derail me. I used to work for the Canaries when I turned like 14, 15. <laughs> and uh I was doing like the the catering part did and mm. like one time. Uh, I was I was bringing in like food to the locker room. The locker room reeks of weed. Like they're all <laughs> high as shit playing base. I don't know if they do it. Probably not anymore. I don't know. I feel oh. like they're they have like a more family friendly image That's now. Hilarious. But like back then, well, not anymore. <laughs> I felt I felt like the Canaries was like so. Uh, I don't know. It just felt like sketchier back then right like i feel like now they have like i think they rebranded they were the pheasants and now that the canaries again <laughs> but like during like that those days like um i would love it for like my manager was growing pot uh in his apartment because he moved to south korea to teach english and you know i'm like fucking 14 i don't even know what it is and he's like he's like he's like check this out he just opens uh opens a like a wardrobe thing and it's just like a deep ass one it has a bunch of lights and dead ass mm-hmm. pot plants in there and stuff and i was like oh my god <laughs> i'm like this is my boss and then yeah it just it was i don't know that was like um i feel like baseball players and hockey players are like that like yeah, most dude. of the hockey players i knew growing up like growing up were very uh very very pro marijuana dude i've i've realized Everybody that I've known ever is very <laughs> pro marijuana. Like every single yeah, person. I don't align myself with a lot of people that like, like are not. I don't honestly. like it's 2019, and like I've, it's very hard for me to name someone that's anti marijuana. To me, it's like, do I? Am I gonna like? It's like it's so it's so weird to me. It's like, uh, am I gonna tell you what like prescription drugs that I'm being prescribed and take every day? Like there's two different ways to look at it. Yeah. Well, and, like, here's how so I look at me. it. And this is why, uh, cause like, yo motherfucker, like we came to this country for freedom. Mm-hmm. So like, of course I'm for less like laws on how people should go about their oh, lives. Exactly. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to like something like that, where it doesn't affect anyone besides like, the immediate, like the family and the person, you know. Besides the convenience store and the convenience store, yeah. Wait, what? But Just, yeah. I've, I terrible uh, joke. Food, yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> I pay. A, I, uh, you know, like I, for a while there, I wanted to move out to Denver and work for the industry, and I was like really close. I was really close to doing it, mm-hmm. except for like the business owner that I was gonna go. Uh, do all the marketing stuff for his like lighting company got busted by like the DEA and some other shit. Oh geez. Yeah, so it was crazy. And that's like something that no one knows about. 
A little known fact about me. But yeah, I was going to move out to Denver and work in the industry. Um, because, dude, I am like, if it was like whatever when all the Chinese people came to San Francisco to build railroads because they thought there's a literal mountain of gold here. Mm-hmm. Like, I am I would have been one of those Asians. <laughs> like, I'm an opportunist, dude. Because, like, when I was hearing all the stats about legalization in Colorado and how it was the next gold mine and, like, how right. many jobs it was going to create, how many schools it was going to improve and stuff and all that stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to be part of a boom. I want to be part of, like, the next thing that's like that changes society in, in whatever impactful way, you know, like little right. way. Cause like, honestly, I feel like in our lifetimes it's going to be legalized nationwide, kind of like how Canada is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to change a lot of things because we've grown up our whole lives being told that this is a bad, this is a gateway drug. This is what bad people do. And we've seen it play out in actuality of, like so many nonviolent like people mm-hmm. getting convicted of like felonies and like crazy sentences for like marijuana and stuff, right? Right. So I think when the legalization legalization does happen, I think it's gonna be at the the exciting thing for me is gonna be like we can all finally be like, yeah, we've been lied to this whole time about right. this thing. You know what I mean? And I think that's that's the last thing. I was thinking that bunker in Pineapple Express. Like <laughs> when when uh what's his the, name is trying it and they're yeah, like they're trying to like kill me. Uh, Bill Hader is Bill yeah. Hader. And he's like just talking shit. There's like illegal. And I'm pretty sure it's like Raiden from like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. That's a deal illegal. <laughs> but yes, yes. Yeah, no, ahead. I think it's gonna be like a weird paradigm shift it in will. America. Yeah, where it's like People are gonna be like, okay. You have all these old, old people from like the yeah. '70s just be like, "What? Th- what he is doing?" Like, I, I think it'll be. We great. tried telling you guys a long <laughs> yeah. time ago. Yeah, it'll be great because it'll be like finally, uh, you know, maybe like it'll open people's eyes to like other, other things that we may be lied to about, or other things that have been right. used to control controlled masses you know like i don't know like like the huge thing in south dakota right now is like the cbd oil thing yeah and like me and my roommate were just talking about that last night he was so mad when we were talking about it a lot of people are mad about the cbd thing because it fucking works yes and it's yeah and that's that's what sucks like that in south dakota we're still like that well, far dude, behind like if you want to get in a conspiracy like a lot of people are saying it's because christy gnome's husband if he can't he can't, can't insure he can't yeah, sell insurance can't, for can't it can't sell insurance for it no yeah i've heard that I've, and <laughs> trust I'm, me i've seen the memes yeah <laughs> and i'm like you know what we are we are known as the most corrupt state government so it fucking makes sense. like we are I literally know. known as the most corrupt state government we had to like try and pass an anti-lobbyist bill, like that got, like that, got vetoed that, anyways. Yeah, like they, our anti-corruption <laughs> like, are, are you bill, joking? Our anti-corruption bill? No, uh-uh. nah, fuck uh-uh. anti-corruption. We're putting this on the bottom, yeah. and we're gonna get to that in eight years. Man, I, I, oh, just going to, oh, going to Pierre. We gotta be, we gotta be Trump's favorite state. <laughs> we have to be, <laughs> we dude. Have to be. Oh, he's man. like I'm surprised like he doesn't come visit here and charge people like a thousand dollars like a ticket like more often. No, I'm saying like uh, more yeah, often. Oh yeah, more often. Yeah, you should just come do that and then like yeah. use that money to like actually do something instead of what you know like do something in the community just to like look good. This is you know I'm just trying to PR for yeah. you, President Trump. Like, don't worry about it. You can yeah. get at me though. I don't know. I feel like uh, 
the way that our political system is 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 set up, it's like there's only two teams. And it's like I feel and a bunch I, of people like that don't get that picked don't to give play. a shit. It's yeah. like two team captains and then like they pick a bunch of like yeah. of their like friends would be you only have two team captains yeah. and there's not I feel those, those two cool kids. In the I class. feel bad for people who are like cool, like conservatives or cool Republicans because I know a lot of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me I know too. a lot of like, I, I business wouldn't say owners. I'm like even like a like a line totally liberal. Yeah, no, I me neither. I'm like, it's complicated for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's like, why uh, what, 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 what political party it's, com- like, it's complicated. It's, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, I feel bad for the Republicans <laughs> right now. Cause like, it's like, fuck. It's like, we can't cheer for a team because well, of how the system is. It's like back to the Christian thing. Like that yeah. it's aligns with like the same thing. It's like, it's like man, like, like this girl the other day, she's like, Two crosses, really? You're really trying to make a statement there? And I was like, <laughs> so I, was like you out I was like, I don't ask you about no God. Like, stop. What? <laughs> She's like, leave like, me be. Like, can I live? Like, sometimes I have three crosses visible on my body. Like, come on, chill. God. But yeah, no. It's, <laughs> Someone called you over, you. No, it was yeah, it was yeah, it that's was whatever. A, that's, that's Dude, I have people come up to me, and this is I'll never understand this. Like when non-spiritual people, like completely non-spiritual, like yeah. atheists, whatever, come up to you and they're like, like you know, God's not real. <laughs> <laughs> just like, like at the bar, like you know, like at I gotta, be, I gotta, like you know, I'm just sipping on a fucking blue moon, just minding my own fucking business. Like yeah. maybe outside, Johnny might have forced me to spoke a spirit with him or something, and. <laughs> standing there and someone comes up you know there's no god right and i'm like why why like why i don't come up to you and be like you know there is a god right like like you know like like people people who don't believe are like they're, they're so funny to me because a lot of them like are more like trying to convert you well, to not believe me it's like I, like this what is are a, you doing i, I, I thought about the psychology of those people <laughs> The, the very uh, vocal non-believers, yeah. it's, it's because they feel like a flat earther where they're like, yo, my whole fucking life, I thought the earth was round and then I found out everyone was lying to me. Now it's like they're on an evangelical mission, you know, yeah, because they right. feel like their eyes have been open. So I get it. I get I get that feeling of like feeling like you've figured out a big aha uh-huh, yeah, and like yeah. now you got to like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. But like and. It's it's just and like I've dealt with the the opposite where it's like uh, newly Christian again people right yeah because uh, then like because like newly Christian again people or like just like first discovery people it's just like the same thing as someone who gets a fucking DSLR for the first time. <laughs> Oh look at these fucking pictures of my dog! Look at these like, dope like, pictures. You know, I here's took an of, elbow. Like here's like, look at the sunset. Yeah, here's all this shit, and I'm like, look, I get it. Like that's all life is like right now, and it's like the most prominent thing. So like, I feel like that. Uh, that spans across like this is my very oh, PC yeah. Yeah. <laughs> answer, I but like, like I, I see examples all across. But like there yeah, is. that would be so fucking annoying. You know, there's no god. <laughs> you know, there's not a god, right? Be like, well, that's what you know. <laughs> and then like you know, and like I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm really not trying to argue about this right yeah. now. Like I'm just trying to drink this beer and chill. No, just now. And then like you know, like it's just like the fact is is like. 
it's like the main part of like believing in a higher power you is having faith when, and faith by definition is not knowing something's there but believing yeah. in it when when people like that come up to you you just the best way to deal with them is like who hurt you I, I say that about like if I see like a pretty girl on like a social dating app, I'm like, who hurt this girl? Who hurt this girl? Why do you need to be Why on Tinder? Why do you need to be on Tinder? Who hurt you? <laughs> see, like I would just be like, this is a catfish. <laughs> I think like ninety percent of the time I open up with is, is this a catfish? You know, I want to take a picture of a catfish and put that as my profile picture. Like nice picture, nice picture, catfish, nice yeah. picture, nice picture, <laughs> catfish dressed up as you. Oh, Last shit. one. Dude, man, I I need a. All right, I need your opinion. You're artistic. What should I do? This big black uh, uh, blank wall I have. I'm. I want to get one of the dope mural artists in town to paint a mural, and I was trying to like, mm-hmm. I was trying to like get Shane to do it, and all like this is how you know he's flexing on me. He's like, I just need to see your bank account before we even have this talk. I'm like, God damn, Shane. <laughs> of course I'm fucking broke. Like I still want it. <laughs> the same way someone wants like a Lamborghini. It's true. You know, like let me fantasize a little bit. What you could do is chalkboard paint it and just let people come in each week and you know do a chalkboard mural in here. I know. I had a whole chalkboard so wall in my last apartment. Guess how many times I used it? Four. Zero. Damn. Lived there for a whole less. year. Way less than I It's in my kitchen. <laughs> it was uh Susie Richards put it in before Really and you yeah. never used it? Yeah, she was uh do you know who that is? Uh She's I like, think oh, this like, photographer. Yeah, I think vaguely from photography and yeah. art stuff. Yeah, I uh it's weird. I lived in the apartment that that she lived in and it's always weird moving into someone's breakup apartment because like <laughs> the energy's still in there oh, you know it's I mean? like, like there's ghosts still yeah, there's, in the air there's a de- you there's gotta a, bless it the like, ghost ah, of a dead ah. relationship lives in here with you <laughs> you're burning sage and shit <laughs> I'm like <laughs> you gotta have a priest come bless yeah. it like I can't do this <laughs> I got like a super soaker filled with holy water just spraying down the walls. <laughs> super soaker. <laughs> I just get a mister. I don't know how you do super soaker. That's way too much water. Because, dude, have you ever you, you you ever seen your grandma cook the Asian one? High is the only setting Asians go by, dude. <laughs> High is the only setting. If there's like most electronics and most anything that have settings in asia is only an on-off switch and mm. on is on high i never yeah i didn't realize no, that dude, i could like yeah she's cook everything on high. she cooks like american food well like yeah this was crazy that's crazy so you had like a twinkie korean grandma was, you know, so like you're so far full removed. korean full oh, okay. accent everything but she dude. just cooks american food good? but like my grandpa so my grandpa when he was in the korean war Met my grandma like yeah. in Korea. Dude, obviously. that's so beautiful. Finding love in a time of war, right? Between, like it's like Romeo and Juliet shit, Kinda. bro. And so my dad was born in Incheon and lived there until he was like eight or nine or something like that. Damn. So like, so he, he probably lived, got picked on when he moved to the states. Like, hey, oh man, he was like a black belt in taekwondo by like oh, by that sick. time. Well, isn't every eight year old? Yeah, that's Korean? what I'm saying. Like, yeah. my, I was telling someone like, what? And I was like, dude, like he it's in mandatory. Korea, what else are you gonna yeah, do? Yeah. Like, oh, he's half Korean <laughs> guy. You know? But my grandpa, uh, rest his soul. He he passed away a few years ago. But he uh, he my grand he was from Kansas, and so like you know we'd go to their house and we'd eat and. 
it would just be like, man, like there would be the first day we'd eat and it'd be all Korean food, Korean barbecue, just to the max. Oh, man. You're and on then, that wave before everybody else. Yeah, too. I was like, they're like, oh, man, have you ever had Korean barbecue? I was like, no, I've never had Korean barbecue because I'd never had, because I was just always eating Korean barbecue. <laughs> Every time I went to my grandma's yeah, You mean barbecue? House, you, mean, you mean bulgogi? They're like, yeah, yeah. That's I'm like, that's like you mean grandma's like, cooking? Like grandma's cooking like what are you talking about <laughs> man like that's dumb that's dumb so yeah. and then she would cook like steak the next night or something yeah. like that that would just be immaculate but yeah it was it was cool living in that i, I will never forget uh my grandma's like 60th there i think it was a 60th um we were all at her house and so i have an older brother named seth and then two sisters ashley and tina and they're older too. I'm the youngest. What? And my uh, my grandma's 60th, I'll never forget because it was when I was the full Korean experience. The first and like one of the only times like I've ever had. Were like playing like the drum and shit? The, the, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was just like mainly like not no English being spoke at all. <laughs> like only Korean being spoke. <laughs> like all these different uh, dishes being made and all this different stuff. And then the biggest thing was I made over like $300 that day on my grandma's 60th birthday because half these people had never met me before. And so I'm a male in the, in this setting Dude. and like all these like half Korean and full Korean people, they're like, they just come up, you know, I remember like meeting my uncle for the first time, yeah. meeting my great uncle for the first time, giving me like 50 bucks each person. Yeah. <laughs> just like handing me and my brother money and we're just like, what's going on? Dude. But yeah, that's so uh, that, that was uh, that's gotta be some Korean shit because, like, it was pretty interesting. I'm, I'm, God, <laughs> it was just crazy. And I mean, they were all like, my, I don't know, my like the Asian part of my family is pretty affluent, so like, they yeah, they did pretty well. They ain't driving daewoos. No, no, you know, my grandma downgraded like the, from a Lexus like recently because yeah, like she the was Koreans like, Koreans that don't drive Korean, I, cars. I like the Honda Accord better. Oh, <laughs> what? Like, so you just drive around a brand new Lexus, you go back down to a Honda Accord. All right, Dang, that's some like super rich people shit. <laughs> Like, you know, because, like, they get tired and fatigued. Well, I don't even think she's so... super rich. I think it's more of, like, super good with her money. Uh, and then my grandpa was pretty see, high in I'm the military, like, so. I'm like, yo, if good. you can go to the grocery store and, like, not have anxiety, <laughs> that's super rich to me. Right. Yeah, oh, I agree. Like, not have <laughs> to budget out to go. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. To go buy, like, convenience store snacks. Like, every food item I get has to have two different meal uses. Like, Right, right. Least. Like, you cook with LaCroix. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> When I just need to add Instead like a little bit chicken, you got LaCroix yeah, butt just chicken. A tiny like. bit of flavor. <laughs> yeah. Just the slightest yeah. bit of flavor. Yeah. I mean, I know you could use it to like tenderize and stuff. Oh, yeah. I, mean, yeah. You know, I use mayonnaise when I want to make like my okay. my ribs spicy. I slather my mayonnaise and bake them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Says by uh, mayonnaise ribs. I'm gonna Yo, imagine that shit. That'd be so gross. I saw. I saw, saw this ad. I think it was a meme. I pray it was a made up ad, like not an actual ad, but it was like from, you know, the thirties or forties. And it had like, it was like, you know, it goes great with pears. And it was like a pear filled with mayonnaise. Get the fuck out of And it was like, yeah, like the, the, it was, the pear was like gutted out. The mayonnaise was inside of it. And it was just like, ah, oh, like, are you joking? Yeah, maybe that's the way, maybe that's something that we should try. I don't know about <laughs> Dude, that. Your face just you went 100% screw face on me no I, when, I, when I went 100% screw face on you is when we you had everybody up here eating the hot ramen 
Man, you know, that video hasn't come out, and I'm about to finish it as soon as I heal, because no one else is going to finish it. All right, Ryan. So before we get out of here, mm -hmm. tell people where to find you. What are you plugging? All right. All right. So if you guys want to connect on any social medias, come watch me in my engine rapineering entrepreneur journey. Uh, just at the honor roll on Instagram, look up t.h.e. honor roll on Facebook. So t.h.e. is to heaven's eternity. So I've, it's a little insight to people that ever wanted to. Wonder. Do you have to be a Christian and listen? No. Okay. No, you don't. It's, it's honestly, it's, uh, I do profess my faith a lot in my music, but it's not like a main focal point. I make, I, I honestly, yeah. like when you're a dumbass listener like me, you don't even tell, you right. can't even tell. Yeah. So, um, cause I can't understand rap and then they talk too fast. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, you're telling me to like wrap it up and then you just keep going. So, uh, but, and then at the basement is the, the studio, um that i'm working out of right now uh and then uh, yeah if you want to add me on anything just at the honor roll ryan samuel adams you know three names at three names because people called me adam growing up so yeah people are dumb ryan samuel adams all right dude so yeah um so yep shout out to this week's sponsor it's the basement yep get your sessions recorded now Mm -hmm. running a promo if you uh hit them up on the dm and say it's from the champ podcast you get four percent off your first session <laughs> all right guys four percent tune in next time thanks ryan all right thanks you man